Hello, everyone. Stuart here. Thanks so much for taking a listen to our podcast, Radio Keys Presents. We feature a lot of music on this podcast generally, and except for the intro, it's never our own music. However, this episode features a special sneak preview of our new self-titled debut album, Radio Keys. The record will drop on streaming sites on October 19th, and that's the same night that we have our record release show at Dargan's in Santa Barbara. We will also celebrate the album release at Vinny's on October 26th in Emily's and my childhood hometown of Concord. Uh, we will be playing with some old friends from the local music scene, My Evergreen Soul, Bully West, and Sabretooth Unicorn. And again, we're so honored that you're listening, and please enjoy a special sneak preview of our new record. Do that live. Um, this is so. Do do it live. Yeah. Oh, do you? I just Duh. haven't been noticing. Yeah. I sing live sometimes. Oh, do you? It's something that sing I when do. I'm, at the yeah. same time, I'm singing. It's a harmony. I think Wha- that's what they're calling it these days. They're calling it a harmony. The kids, they're like secure the, the harmony. Secure the bag. Secure that bag. This is so fun. We're doing. Are we going to call this a? Radio Keys presents Radio Keys. We're going to do Radio Keys presents <laughs> the rock and roll review of Radio Keys. You know, Tom said when we first started this podcast, because the, the first episode we did was Chris Denny and then the awful Go episode. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's just, infamous. It haunts me to this day. Really? We can delete it. Um, nah, yeah, I think we should just redo that band one day if we could ever find out how to get a hold of them. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, when we first started doing this podcast, Tom was like, aren't you guys going to do a whole episode focused on our band and like talk about our band? And, uh, and we were like, no, like, that's not <laughs> the point, Tom. We're like, that's boring. That's no one's going to listen to that. So now on episode so now we're doing it. 30, 31. 31 today? Yeah, 31. Is that, that's including all the rewinds all, and all the... Everything together. It's damn. the 31st episode. And you've time. been on every one. So I've done... I was not on three of them. So you've been doing uh, some legwork recently. Four? Oh, yeah. Tom. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about Tom's. Tom's a guest too, you know. Tom was a guest way back. He was the first guest. Yes. And he yeah. talks a lot about bass in it, and he does a really good job. Cause he does a great that job. That man knows bass. He's, he knows bass. Who is it that said... Um, oh, uh, my! some of my workmates came to uh, Lagunitas on Sunday, and one of them, her boyfriend's a musician, I think. And he's like, that bass player's sick. Like, he was, like, complimenting Tom and didn't yeah. really know, like, who he was. And she's like, oh, that's Emily's husband. I tell husband. people to do that. I'm like, you should watch Tom play. Like, if you're caught up, like, watching, like, Emily or me or Alante, it's like... because. A lot of the time, bass players do get the short end of the stick. Like yeah. people are watching the singer generally. I think I, I would say if you were to like poll people who they watch on stage, it's almost always the singer. I love. I don't usually enjoy the company of children at our shows, especially when they break my tambourine. Um, <laughs> but I'm still mad about <laughs> so that. So much, dude. We were at, you're so salty. About we played that. a winery gig, and I had two tambourines. I had them next to us. We were playing like on the ground like we didn't have a stage and this kid kept picking up my tambourine and kind of playing it he was probably three and i was like that's cute whatever i don't care and then at one point he just chucks it he into the ground it, yeah. he spikes it and we were mid-song so i just kind of looked over and i was like okay whatever and then the parents and him like briskly walk away <laughs> and then yeah. i go to check and he had he uh it's a wooden tambourine and he um snapped it in half like it's that's so shady to do that to yeah, like walk like, away after fuck? you see it. i mean 
if they knew, they had to have known. <laughs> I don't right? know if they noticed because yeah. it looked like it was still in form, but if you bent it, it was completely they snapped. They seemed like nice people. They seemed nice, but I was mad about that. But anyway, um, I don't. I was gonna say, <laughs> you, but what I like when children do watch us play at a place like Lagunitas, it's rare that we have kids in front of the stage. You can always tell like what a kid is into because like there's kids that'll only watch one thing going on on stage. Sometimes they're obsessed with my, me playing tambourine. Sometimes they're just staring at your guitar, and sometimes they they're stare just at staring a at Alante. And then sometimes they're yeah. they're not usually, but sometimes they're staring at Tom. <laughs> Don't give Tom that credit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny because I'm always like, oh, like this kid is, they're being very sincere about what they're interested in. They're not, you know, that's just genuine because they're children and they're just like locked into what they're interested in. And it's interesting to see different kids be interested in different stuff. I know. And then their parents like force them to play piano and, or oh something. God, or clarinet. And it's like, that's and a like, drummer. Oh, he gamer, wants to play drums. Yeah. Yeah. That was little Stu wanted to play drums and they crushed my spirit. <laughs> they crushed it. <laughs> is that what happened? I remember when we were kids, our parents used to, this is so 90s, but they used to set up all the pots and pans for us to bang on. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, no. It was definitely in the Hillcrest house. Or Hilltop, sorry. Hilltop, yeah. Hilltop. Hillcrest Park, right next to it. Hillcrest Park. And then Tommy used to live on Hillcrest. In, in oh, it's weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so we <laughs> are super excited. Stu's been working really hard on these We've uh, all tracks. been working hard. Well, this is yeah. something that we've all been working towards. It's not You've like... You've been kind of... Yeah, we've all been working towards it, and we all did our, our part um, in the in the studio, and then I wrapped up my vocals, like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, and We're did pretty all much oohs. wrapped. I might try to add some keyboard um, to it. I just haven't figured out how to connect it <laughs> to my Pro Tools, and I was, like, too... I only had, like, a couple hours, and I was, like, too frustrated to try to figure it out. Yeah. But you've been, I mean, like, from what, yeah, like, that, it's done. from Prairie Sun and, like, what I, even what I recorded, too, um, but like, a month ago in the Red Room, um, was that, a month? that was a long time ago, um, the, the recordings have come such a long way, like, just from you, totally. like, working on them in your studio, um, and obviously we've had some horns, um, Alante came through with the tambourine parts, which I'm so grateful so yeah and the most yeah he <laughs> killed it on percussion so, you would have killed it too but ah, he uh i, I actually think he was played a little a, more interesting a little bit of tambourine myself oh did you record okay yeah. so none of the tambourine is me let's none just of <laughs> none of it none of it none of it it's all of, it's all a farce it's a lie um <laughs> but yeah they sound they sound really incredible so we're going to share a couple with you today um do you want to do talk about Radio Keys at all, or do you want to just go right? <laughs> no, we're going to talk about Radio Keys. I mean, the album, right? Yeah, yeah. I meant like how it all started. But have we, oh shoot, you want to go up from the? No, you want to go well, deep dive. Well, it's like dive, a, re- a it's like dive. a it's like a review. Okay. You know, because I was listening to. Um, Is it super douchey to say we reviewed ourselves? <laughs> Radio Keys presents the rock and roll review. We get Radio an Keys. A plus. Well, I mean, we've you know we do we do these small bands and we talk about their origin stories. Um, so we could briefly talk about that. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Let's let's uh, indulge ourselves. So in this. I'm gonna say 2008 or 2009. You uh, had left or had Azrael, your rock and roll band, your sort of first band, had sort of dissipated. Well, everyone was going to college. I actually right. just talked to Schmitty about it. Like, and then uh, after that, it, it's like breaking up. Like, it's like getting divorced. Is what I mean. I've never been divorced, so actually, I don't really know what it's like. But oh, you it's haven't? Like, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even been close. Are you sure? <laughs> I haven't even just come like close. comes out like. <laughs> um, shit! You threw me off track. <laughs> Sorry, everyone went to college oh, and you started performing. Like, yeah, by when yourself. you break up with a band that you've been with for like seven, eight years or whatever, it it can feel like a freaking 
divorce, you know, yeah. and you like get super bummed. You're like, well, now what? What do I do now? And at that point, I got heavily into Tom Waits, so I just started. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> heavily into drugs. And I was heavily <laughs> the heroin addiction was going through the roof. Oh no! To but be clear, no. To, to be clear, yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's definitely, uh, to be clear, no, but, um, (laughs) at that point I started kind of getting into the recording process for the first time too at DVC, that's Diablo Valley College in uh, Pleasant Hill. And so it kind of went together perfectly because I wanted to, I listened to Tom Waits and I loved his arrangements, how like every single song was its own separate entity. Where, um, you know, one song might have, like, a weird out-of-tune oboe, and another song will just be him, like, beatboxing and, like, banging on, like, iron. He's just iron doing and <laughs> all the things, yeah. yeah and, and, it's, so and it's all very, it's varied. And and it's, again, it goes, the more I thought about it recently, the more I realized that Dennis was, like, totally right about Tom Waits. He was talking about how he goes into characters for, like, every song. Yeah. But that's what I love about every song. And I was like, it's not just his voice. It's the whole arrangement is yeah. its own character for every song. Yeah. And like so, Tabletop Joe. Yeah, Tabletop <laughs> well, Joe is one of my favorites. not necessarily just, um, like, people or that he's talking about, um, like, characters. But, he, yeah, he's... Yeah. He's, like, creating a soundscape for that character as well. Yeah. And um, I think it, it's just super interesting... Because, like, um, a normal band, like the Eagles, couldn't do that. They couldn't do a Tom Waits record. They cover like, him. <laughs> no, Oh, yeah, they do cover him. So that's... that's what I thought it was it's ironic. Different, right? the Eagles, it's different, yeah. right? Uh, it's like they're a rock band. Each guy has their own instrument, and that's what they play. And if you go to an Eagles concert and you don't see, uh, what's his name, playing drums and singing, you're going to be pissed. But <laughs> with Tom Waits, he could be doing anything, and it, you're just da- well, you're cool the, with it. Yeah, that's kind of the beauty of solo projects is you can really you can do whatever do the fuck you want. So, so that started... The egos are gone, and yeah. no one's like, I, I'm just going to play bass in this song because this is what I play, and I'm in the band. So. Yeah, and, it's like if and the I song want an interesting part. It's yeah, like, well, and fuck. if the song doesn't require like a, even like a vocal part, like the singer shouldn't be like, well, I'm going to sing on it because I'm the vocalist, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I started getting into multi-instrumentalism like that's probably not a word huh multi-instrumentalism it sounded like a word i, I was like <laughs> nodding i was like yeah yeah so yeah i just tried to learn like baseline like how to play a bunch of different instruments and you started doing recordings and you needed a name for your solo project because you weren't asriel anymore and i guess you just vetoed the idea of just being like Stuart. you just didn't want to yeah i mean I, I i went by Stuart patrick briefly yeah but um I, I kind of liked how a name sounds bigger than what you actually are. Like Radio Keys sounds bigger well, than like, just Stuart Patrick. Well, what like was the band we did? Well, Davey and the Change is a good example. It's like, it's it sounds like a full band, yeah. but it's, it's not. It's just his yeah, uh, solo exactly. project. Yeah, And I've always loved bands like that. Yeah. So Gold I, Star yeah. is a great example. Totally. His name is something kind of complicated to say. I um, can't remember his name. <laughs> well, that's because his name is Goldstar, but that's just him by himself or with a band. Like it, it goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Pollinger, Zoology member. That was like oh, yeah. his thing too. Zulu. Um, 
What is it? <laughs> Zoologie. Zoologie. <laughs> Zoology. It's a funky looking word. Uh, yeah, Matt's um, a great Because he had the Tenderloins was his rock band, and then he had his little solo project, but instead of calling himself Matthew Pollinger, he called it Zoology. And he, dude, he was, he's such an amazing songwriter. He, he was is just really like, really an amazing songwriter. Yeah, I saw him, I went to the plow with him once, and we famously like broke down, and he didn't know how to put his spare on, so we had to call Tom. And Tom like came and met us there and like changed his tire, and Tom was like, in a, in a suit, Tom. like changing his tire. No, he, I mean, we were all buddies and he thought it was kind of funny but yeah matt's and that's a sweet interesting guy um but yeah i remember i went to the plow with him i was living in berkeley and he's like oh i'm just gonna i just wrote this song today and i'm just gonna try it out on stage or some shit and like was very casual about it and then just plays this like amazing like song that's like put together so well and i'm just like what is that true you just threw you just threw that together he's one of those types of songwriters where you're just like what the fuck really that would take me a while i would totally do that we we do do that we just don't like we now are a little bit more hesitant to put things like that on stage because we have a ton of songs that we're playing oh, now. Move is ready, man. Yeah, move I'm is so sick. down. Um, I'm ready. We're just we're just tooting our own horns. We're like, that song is so cool, <laughs> dude. I'm actually I. I think it actually does sound really cool. Even the little iPhone recording sounds really. Who cool. Who was the uh, one of the people we reviewed? I, I think it might have been Gold Star. Maybe it was Davy and the Chains. Oh no, it was Chris Casper. I think. Um, where they say like. You know, I think we had asked them like, "What was your, what's your favorite song, or what's a song you're proud of that you wrote?" And he's, and they're like, "Oh, like, I think any musician will tell you that the song they're working on right now is the one they're most excited about." And yeah. that's true. I might have been, I can't remember who said that. I'm no, sorry. Well, I, I should listen to this podcast. Definitely true more. with how much like those guys play. Yeah. And how much we've been playing lately. It's like you kind of get burnt out on songs pretty Oh, quick. yeah. Like I'm really happy with a lot of the songs we've written. But when it comes to being excited on stage, it's it's our newest song is what I'm most excited about. Yeah. That was Sweet Soul for a long time. I'm still really excited about Sweet Soul. But Move is, Move is coming in. That's going to be our new yeah. exciting song. It's going to be a fun one once we get it all together. Yeah, it's it's close. Um, So you started recording and decided to call yourself Radio Keys, yep. and that was just you. And do you remember? We've talked about the name before. Do you remember when you and I started playing together? Because that's where I get really. Hazy. I think we wrote the California song. We in sat, like yeah, two thousand and eight. Yeah, we sat at our parents' kitchen table and we wrote that song. Could have been. It could have been as early as two thousand and seven. Well, I think we'd both been on road trips at that point. And I went on my. When did you get back from your road trip? Two thousand eight, uh, s- summer of two thousand eight, because I graduated. Was high it like school. a coming of age teen movie? Your road trip? Uh, no, but it did break <laughs> up me and my ex boyfriend. <laughs> Forty days in a car together, eight thousand miles. We got yeah. home and we we're like, let's get away from each other. Um, but may. <laughs> Hope he's doing great. Anyway, <laughs> hope he's well. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I. I feel like we, and you had gone on that road trip in what, 2006 or seven on tour. I think that was 2008, early 2008. Oh yeah. So we did the same year. So you were gone for like two months on the road and then, yeah. And we did a similar track. I think we did 28 day tour. Ours was 40 days. And I think we did just under 30 States. Um, yeah, in, we uh, went to like 28 uh, states and i remember coming i do remember coming back to california and being like this is this is my favorite yeah. state in the, and i in felt the, the same states. way i felt I like the exact same way uh, those we golden went hills to, come in and you're like fuck i love this yeah state. we went to 42 Whew. states on that trip damn and i i definitely remember coming back to california and um, it's when I wrote that song sticky situation back yeah, yeah, with yeah. a smile because these hills are so green yeah it's like uh 
April or March when I came back. Right, so know? the hills are green. Oh, no, it was April, and yeah, the hills are really green around Concord. Well, and, and it's stuff. so you really notice when you're driving across country, like especially, I just remember being in, I think it was like Nebraska, and being like, it is so fucking flat here. Like, it's just flat forever. And then you get back, and, and you said, you're like, yeah, we're hilly people. We like hills. Like, we grew up around hills. <laughs> we're hill people, man. Hilly That's what people. we are. You said we're hilly people, and I'll never we're forget that. We're hilly billies. Like, we, <laughs> we, like, we like are comforted by hills because we grew up around it. Like... And so to be apart from that, like your yeah, body like reacts. Midwest where everything's just flat. Just flat and yeah. brown and I'm not talking shit, I promise. I'm not <laughs> Nebraska. <but> flat <laughs> and brown. And I think I was hitting a wall when we hit Nebraska. Just mm. hitting a wall. Um, anyway, yeah. So so we sat and we wrote the California song after both having kind of traveled around the U.S. a little bit. And So um, when do you remember that you started writing songs? Um, like how early... Did you write songs? I wrote the first song I wrote was with you. Well, I had written a lot. I was writing a lot of poetry in high school. I was really into poetry. Like I got into reading poetry, like Reynolds, you know, had us reading Whitman and shit. And then I just kind of like went from there. I got super into the beat guys and Kerouac and all these guys. Um, and eventually Bukowski. Um, I think I found him late in high school, which is a weird time to find him. Um, and, uh, and then we wrote, Hey, hey Charles about him. Um, but yeah, I, I was writing a lot of poetry. I still have books of poetry that I wrote, um, but they're not really transferable to songs. So then I started kind of trying to learn how to write songs and then, cause it's yeah. such a different approach. I, yeah, I love songwriting. I it, love it too. I just like the customization like aspect of it. It's like if, when I was growing up, I always thought it was like custom stuff was always cool to me. Like when, like being able to make your own thing, no matter what it was. Yeah. Like even when it was like video games, you know, like Just make your creating. own wrestler yeah. or make your own, yeah. you know, a, a football team or whatever. Yeah. Like I always thought that was super cool. It's just fun to be creative and, and like songwriting is literally just customization of, of music. Well, of, and you really, sound. you really, um, got me over a wall or, uh, broke down a wall for me. I don't know the expression I'm trying to make here. I'm bad yeah. at expressions. That's Tom's world. He's so good at them. Um, but <laughs> uh, I just remember you told me you were like, because I was like learning really basic piano. Like all, I learned all the chords on piano. I think Tom taught me all the chords one night. He was just like, here's C, D, G, like all you need to like kind of structure things. And so I started like learning covers on piano. Um, I think one of the first ones I did was first day of my life. And then I learned the sun's coming up Tom Waits song. Riding with Lady Luck, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And then you told me Old you were 55. like, "Oh, fifty-five, thanks." And then you told me you were like, "You can just." We talked about this before, but you were like, "You can just look up a song, like a Beatles song or some shit. Look at the chord structure and play with that structure." Because I didn't know any theory, so I didn't know how yeah. to like structure songs. And you're like, "Just kind of like." not steal it but kind of steal it and just like <laughs> fuck with it and just make it different and then you can For start the writing record, songs. I did not say steal it. <laughs> <laughs> hey great artist steal that's you know it's that's I think that's a Picasso quote but it's like no it's like if you don't know like I don't know where to go in the chord in the uh, key of you know D or whatever it's like you can just look at another song and just copy those types of chords and, and mess around with it and that broke me into songwriting because i was like oh i can i can do it now um so yeah we wrote the california song and i think our first gig is a two-piece i think it was at panama red oh i thought it was at um what's the one in martinez that's super grungy and weird and has a basement and it's gone now Blake's. no that was not our first show our first show was like at a coffee shop or at mount dablo for like a coppage thing oh well oh you know what you're right so we were in choir in high school together and we probably did I know we did a piano, ain't that lonely, lonely, but I ain't that lonely yet. You playing piano and me singing. There's a picture of that. 
Okay. I think that's okay. the first time we performed together. I think that together. was high school. That was high school. Yeah. So that was pre you doing Radio Keys. Yeah, that was when um, I was doing Azrael. So we'd, pre- yeah, we'd, pre- we'd sang together. And I think Coppage had kind of been like, you guys should do a duet. And yeah. we were like, yeah. And like it, it was cool because, you know, that was I wish crossover. I remembered that because now it's like such a huge part of our life. But that was like planting the seed, you know? Yeah. Mr. Coppage, shout out. That was our choir teacher. So I, yeah. said, I mentioned He's Coppage and then I was like, no one knows who that is. I think he just had like his 30 year anniversary or something yeah, at Mount. Because wow, he, he was hitting 20 years when I was there. So and that was yeah. about 10 years well, ago. He was really we're old great. Now. You know, help us spread our wings as vocalists because we weren't necessarily like natural vocalists. I tell people like know? they're like, you're a good singer. And I'm like, I worked on it really, we really all, hard. We all did. We all did. Yeah. I mean, like I was not naturally a good singer at all. No, like I, I, if you want to be a singer, dude, I don't care what age you are. Join a choir. You'll fucking mm-hmm. get good quick. Like you'll yeah. get good quick. Cause you'll be surrounded by people that are singing in key. You have a piano banging out your notes. Like your, your ear is just going to adjust. And like, it's so, it's such an easy way I, to I was, like break into yeah, it. I was really happy. I have this older student. He's like, he's like 38. And he wants Aww. to sing, so Aww. he can. He's been coming to lessons, and I've been, you know, warming him up, trying to have him focus on like the different aspects of his voice, like when what it feels like to sing in head voice, like what it yeah. feels like to sing in chest voice, what it feels like to like scoop into notes and like scoop flat on notes and just yeah. stuff like that, like just because the biggest thing about being a vocalist is just being aware of what you sound like at all well, times. Control well, control is a huge thing too. Like, but I if you're not aware, I'm still working on that. <laughs> if you yeah, me too. If you're not aware, you can't control what you're not aware of. So it's right. like just gaining an acute awareness of everything that you're doing is like such an integral part of singing. And so I told him that, and then I'm like, what is he doing this for? Like, is he just here to show up like once a week, like to do this thing? And the more I thought about it, I was like, I should try to get him to join a choir. Like, yeah. so he has something. So this is like honing the tool that he actually uses in right. real life. So I told him, I was like, I'm not sure what you are, you know, want to get from this uh, lesson, but it's not, you know, the best thing about music is playing with other people. Oh, it's so sad. So I got him, I got him yeah. out there and he, uh, he just joined the Jewish like community choir. <gasps> Love it. And I was super happy for him. I was like, that's so cool. He's yeah. like, so I'm hoping that it's inspiring to him because choir was very inspiring to me. Choir I, I sing was in very choir inspiring to me. From yeah. sophomore year all the way through graduating college. I started sophomore year too. Yeah, because I was in band freshman year, just still trying to work out the trombone, and uh, and then I got into choir, and I kind of never looked back. And I, I kind of feel bad about putting down the trombone, but I don't know how it would fit into our lives now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so we started playing together in high school technically, but then, yeah, you started your solo project, Radio Keys. I started coming in and singing maybe one or two songs with you at your gigs, I think. And then yeah. we started learning a bunch of covers together. Yeah. And then I can't remember. I couldn't I tell you the second like song we wrote. Johnny Cash thing, like a walk the line. We're like, oh, we can do like songs like that, you know? Yeah. We played it was, it was also, some uh, M. Ward, Black Keys stuff. Well, we were hugely influenced by like, yeah, the White Stripes. And he would do like weird little duets with uh, like, what's her name? Something Golightly. Holly Golightly. Holly Golightly, yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. And, uh, anyway, I think we should probably play one of our songs. Yeah. Because um, we're like, we got so a gig we got to go to later. So. What's the oldest one? <laughs> or just a new I thought we were just doing the record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're just, uh, we're going to pre, what we're doing here besides rambling on about ourselves is Sorry. we're going to like, <laughs> we're going to. Uh, reveal, you know, rough mixes of three of our new songs off of our new album. Yeah, our so first album. Our this first, is our first yeah. ever album, Radio Keys. I don't think we gave a timeline. Started ten years ago. About ten years ago, yeah. Maybe a little Maybe longer. Maybe 2018. Like 
I think it's more summer of two thousand. Sorry, two thousand eight. Yeah. Because I remember we had just gotten back from the road trips, and I think that's when we wrote California song. I think you're right. So we'll give ourselves eleven years. Um, yeah. But yeah. So and then so th- so this first record, it's twelve songs um that we've been and i, I we've talked about it before sometimes people's first albums tend to be like their best because it's like a culmination of all these songs they've been working on forever we've probably written over 30 songs easily way over, way way over, over 50 maybe and yeah. it's like we have narrowed that down to these 12 that's like our best songs yeah you know and songs that we wrote you know with our current lineup here uh with Alante and tom as well and then songs we wrote 10 years ago when we were still a two-piece and so we've we've taken 12 of the best of the best and recorded those um to release next month so we're gonna play a couple of these kind of yeah and the first one we're gonna play is let's do talking yeah i want to do something exciting and so tom's bass sounds really good we wrote this one um recently recently yeah this is one of the more recent ones and um, it was one that we weren't certain was going to make the album because we had just learned it. And it's probably the newest one, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it's kind of, uh, I heard uh, Coulter Wall about a year ago. Well, I've, I've heard about him, ah, it must have been two years ago. When did I find Coulter Wall? It was like two it's or three years ago. before we started the podcast, so yeah. And um, I thought that it was really cool, so I was like always listening to that record yeah. um, over and over and over again. And then that one song, uh, WB's Talking, came on. Oh, shit. And I just thought it was a really cool like name of a song, Talking, WB's yeah. Talking. And it's just like a radio DJ, uh, uh, WB Walker, I think is his name, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he has a, he has a hit the old soul radio show, which is a podcast where he plays a bunch. He ba- he basically like plays a bunch of cool. artists that he loves. He's like an old school DJ. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the old old soul radio show, and nice. uh, a whole track on Culture Wall's album is him talking about Culture Wall, and it's called WB's Talking. So I just took oh. the word talking and I kind of just wrote that melody. Da 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 talking. And yeah. uh, and then it's very Motown. Yeah, and then it and then the bass makes it really yeah. Motown. And yeah. then because I wrote that bridge part, boom, yeah. And I showed like Tom that part, and you just like, ran with it. It's and similar plays to it for Sugar a lot Pie Honey song. Bunch. Yeah. Not that I'm trying to be like you. Hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. All right. So without further ado, we're gonna play uh, "Talking" by Radio Keys off our upcoming record. <laughs> Yeah. 
those fun songs I'd say to play live now. People have really been responding to it well, like yeah. really well. And it's fun. I love doing that song because I get to do all the soul screams during it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yelling the entire time and I'm having <laughs> a lot of fun with it. Just like, it's I'm fun. the same. So it's kind of, yeah, it's just, it's really fun. It's high. It has to be high energy. Like, I don't know about you with singing, but if I'm singing really high parts, I almost yeah. kind of have to like have a lot of energy while i'm doing it yeah uh so kind of moving around and just kind of like trying to crank out those so it it just makes me i like the how energetic. tight the rhythm section is because when oh, we first dope. played the song we had it really distorted guitar and um it was a little bit like more like detroit rock and roll than yeah. you know like the way it, it is now yeah and we i remember we set the guitar tone the night before and i came back the next A day sun, and yeah. listened to it and I was like, that guitar tone is terrible. Like, oh, man. That's why I you sleep like, on stuff. I was like, it was so <laughs> distorted and it just didn't sound that great. So then we decided to try it completely clean. So that's what you're hearing there is like a fairly clean guitar. Yeah. But it's still very like rock and roll. So yeah. it has that Motown feel because Motown was never like super distorted. You know, right. they were always very clean tone driven um, instrumentals. So I felt I felt like that kind of added to the Motown flavor yeah. along with the bass line. And then is that the first song at Prairie Sun that Tommy got to play that wrapped um, string bass? I don't know what to call it. It's literally a bass that Prairie Sun has where all the strings are I'm wrapped. I'm pretty sure what happened is he played that for On the Line. Oh. And then, and then we and were I like, said, you should try to play that on Talking. Yeah. And then he, he nailed it in one take on it's Talking. All, it's and we we're like, thuddy. yeah, that sounds way better. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. really thuddy. What happened is... Uh, it's these uh, flat wound strings on this bass, and they put a little sponge underneath the, the but isn't strings. But is it wrapped in black tape, too, the strings? I don't... F I mean, they're flat wound, so that might be what it means, flat wound. Um, I would yeah. have to look up. I'm not an expert on I don't strings know. I, like I, Tom I've is. been looking... I've been cutting a music video for us using that footage, so I've been looking at the footage a lot, and they're black. They're like... I thought I thought they were taped, but I might be making, making shit up. No, I don't think they were taped, but they, <laughs> they uh, were flat wound, and right. uh, so mm -hmm. it has that really unique sound on the bass. Do, 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 yeah. Yeah. And Alante, I love his drum part. So. Well, he hits that like snap right yeah. before I can't stand it. And it's just like it it adds all this um, sort of uh, structure that's really cool and yeah. exciting. I yeah. like it how it's like it sounds like a happy song, but it's kind of just talking like a, it's kind of just a shit talking song. Yeah. Yeah. Or like how you're fed up with someone. You're like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I like it. It's it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's tough for me to write like love songs and stuff for some reason. Like I always yeah. like to write songs about like just random. I really haven't written a love song. Um, and I was, I think I told this on the podcast, but I'll say quickly, like when Carrie got married, I was like, Oh, I'm going to like write a love song and sing it at their wedding thing. And I just couldn't do it. Like I, I really tried. And I like every, I just feel like with love, it's not that I'm not in love or have not like, can't like conjure that. You're That's not I'm very in love. Um, but every, yeah, everything in that sort of vein as a songwriter feels like it's been done before so when i start writing that kind of feel stuff, hacky it feels hacky it's yeah. like a comedian doing like an airplane joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just like using the word love a bunch in a song and just like how do i and that's why i like love songs that sort of talk about it in a in a unique way um anyway and i'll talk about one later when we talk about stumbling but I yeah I'm I, anyway I'm we're still trying so keep an eye out yeah. for that Radio Keys love well, that, song that but there's not one on this record. Stumbling <laughs> the song you're talking about Stumbling yeah it's, it's kind of a love song it's close it's, it's the closest 
It's a sad love song. My it's Side of Town ending. is kind of a love song. I love My Side of Town. Lightweight. That's what I want to call the record, but no one agrees with me. Oh. So we still need a name for this album, so we're working on it. Don't worry, guys. We'll get it. Yeah, that's the we'll last We'll figure it out. Thing that's the mind. last thing we're yeah, doing. we got a lot of stuff We're having, works. um, shout out Carrie Gray, um, yeah, who Carrie, I just mentioned. Ooh, ooh, Gray Hammer. Yeah, Gray Hammer. She's in uh, the Melbourne. The Grammar family. The I like gra- to call them. <laughs> just like me and Tom are the dudes, because we're the Davis dudes, they're the Grammars. The dudes and the Grammars. I got to tell her that. Um, that's great. She, uh, she's doing all our visuals, like all our, um, marketing, like graphic design stuff. So she, she invented our little radio key insignia the yeah. the cover of our podcast the radio keys present with the tamarind well. she totally made that i out love of thin that air. i wanted that to be our freaking album cover she sent it to us for a do you remember it was uh it was for a show and i was like no that we're like perfect. we want that forever yeah. Yeah. anyway she's doing so she i sent her a bunch of stuff and like a bunch of album covers that we like and was like hey like just really not helping her at all just sending her a bunch of I'm shit i'm really glad you did and I've she been... and she's just going for it and so she's drafting up album covers for us and i gave her a couple album title ideas and she's like i'm just gonna throw them on there and then we can plug in whatever you guys decide on so i think when we start to see the visuals with certain names we can kind of decide from there because yeah. we're, we're pretty i'm a visual person like we talked about what we wanted on the album cover and then we started to see what it was possible and it i don't know it, it just changes your mind from what you're picturing to what you see so yeah. we'll see um so anyway um sometimes you can't be married to what you're picturing though and i've no. kind of l- not learn that because it's still it's tough when you're an artist and you have a vision of how something should be and someone like you know has a different take on it whether it be like you know a drum part or a bass part or vocal part or whatever and you have this you're you have this idea in your head that you're married to and it's like it's just gotta be flexible more often times than not the person is doing something just as cool if not cooler and it's like people just shut themselves off because it's not their idea yeah they're like well that's not my idea so it it's not, you know, up to my level or it's, you yeah. know, whatever. So people get married to their ideas. And when you have people that you're collaborating with, yeah. it's awesome to have like objective, um, oh, yeah. honest feedback on things and also like different perspectives on things. Well, that's why I love that Carrie is helping us. And I, I've told her a couple times that I'm like, it's so good to get a perspective of someone that's not in this band that can visualize our sound because we we kind of know we're, we're almost too into it to look at it from the outside yeah um and so she like i sent her all this stuff and she was like this photo is great this could be an album cover this could blah 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 and it's just stuff that like i wouldn't have really seen yeah. um, i like that photo that you showed us for the record yeah and like is that I, what we're going with i we're gonna try it she's drafting like three nice. things so i i want to give myself a little credit i was like okay I know none of us really wanted to be on the cover, but I was like, what if we're really small? I kind of wanted to be on the cover. I was like, what if we're small? And like, so, so that's where one of the photos came from where it's like, it's less about us. We're kind of tiny. Um, so anyway, we're going to draft a couple things and, and work it out and get this thing packaged up. But, uh, so that was talking. Um, and then the next song we're doing is, um, I think, wait, what were we going to do? Sweet soul music. Let's do Sweet Soul. You want to do Sweet Soul? This is a fun one. Yeah. Um, Shout out West Grand Brass Band. Dude, West Grand Brass. Um, Adam, Chris, and Jordan. Jordan. Those three guys came in and like... No, I went there. Just Sorry, went you to, went there. We recorded that in Chris's studio. And you just... Chris has a super dope home studio. In Oakland, right? Uh, yeah. I in like the Oakland Hills. Like Probably near us. Close to Hayward. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, a little more south that way. of us. And his... Yeah, they... Uh, so w- with this record... Oh, sorry. Yeah, this song, this cut, whatever the hell the <laughs> cool people are calling it. Emily came to me 
with this slow ass fucking. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, if you see him, say hello from an old friend. Yeah, it was like. And so you're like, slow. this is slow as fuck. And we tried <laughs> it slow for, you know, to give you a little credit. You were like, okay, we can we can try it slow. Well, that's and the <laughs> thing. You can't get married to your ideas. You give people the benefit of the doubt. You're like, all right, we'll try your idea. <laughs> but it sucks. But if it sucks, the we both were have to good. agree. No, that's why I like the song because the lyrics were good. But it was the wrong speed. It, it was literally the moment from the Tom Hanks movie, that thing you do, where they just sped it up. Yeah. <laughs> and dun, da, 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 you doing that yeah. thing, and then it just became a. It, it, the song came together with that. Yeah, it came together really fast, and I already have like I'm a huge Brian Setzer fan. He's like another big reason why I got like a big speed. Yeah, and like Main Ward was or M Ward was the main reason, but um, I oh, yeah. I was a big Brian Setzer fan and Stray yeah. Cats, uh, growing up in like high school when I first started playing. So this one has like a really I I, w- I just kind of threw myself in it guitar wise because I was like if I just give it like this Stray Cats like kind of yeah. vibe to it, it it'll just I don't know it'll just bring it to where I I hear it you know yeah. and then we were talking and we're like sweet soul music it's talking about going down to New Orleans. And it was like, we got to get a horn, like a second yeah. line, like horn band in here. Yeah. And, uh, it's it. And yeah. And it's funny. Cause I, I think it's Carrie, somebody, she was like, which is, she was looking at the track list and she's making visuals out of some of the song lyrics. And she's like, which is the super new Orleans one? And I was like, it's gotta be sweet soul music that she's yeah. talking about. But she referred to it as that. She's like, what's the yeah. like kind of new Orleans one? And I was like, it's yeah. sweet soul. Yeah. And, um, so I was really happy with the way the guitar solo came around. And when I went to Chris's studio for West grand, they like, they're like, what do you want for this? Just like stabs. I'm like, yeah. So like, I want you to match the guitar with the stabs. So they go, da 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 dun. dun you know what I Yeah. And we, I want to almost give like, it reminds me of the, our first podcast on Chris Denny, where he talks about, um, take it down to New Orleans. And then, and then the, the horns. Yeah. yeah and it's like visualizing the, we tried to come up with this word on a previous podcast. It's like when you're visualizing Sorry, when you're not going to remember it, that's when for you're, sure. <laughs> when you're when you're taking when you're using sound to illustrate the lyrics, like when uh, there's like a knock on the door, like she's knock 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 on my door, yeah. and it's like you're anyway yeah, you're fine. visualizing it, or there's like a crash or something. But like that, is, yeah, this one it's a similar that to that when you like bring yeah. in New Orleans, and yeah, we we have the lyric. What she I got was, married uh, down in New Orleans. What I was like trying to get across from them, and uh, this is my main point is. I told them like, oh, just do the, you know, match the guitar with that like lead line in the beginning. And then after that, just go full like New Orleans in, yeah. in like this part. And they're like, okay. And that, and was, like, just that was like the it. second or yeah. third take. That's and so it's, so we it's tightened up the horns in the beginning. Yeah. You know, that yeah. part. We, I, we tightened that up and we rehearsed it a few times and then they nailed it for the most part i like you know just did a little editing to make it super Cleaner. clean but yeah. um the new orleans part they just went and for at, it so it's adam on trumpet it's chris on uh trombone and then it's yeah. jordan on tuba tuba thank you i'm like the big, I, I, think I just put my I hand up my head like the big one sousaphone and so they're um yeah and then m- one of my favorite things that uh uh adam is doing is that little on his yeah. uh, what's it called a descending um uh, it's just like one of those you know really screamy like classic new orleans like, yeah trumpet. on his trumpet yeah and it's yeah, like, like, like heavy Whoa! heavy vibrato i love it um let's let's play it when we All can right. kind of get into so music
about that recording is tom's bass line in yeah. the in the chorus and in the intro when it's like do, 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 just do, a do. chromatic descent is well it's it's kind of um these boots are made for well, walking that's, that's where we got the uh inspiration from yeah in the beginning yeah um yeah i because that, at first we were kind of doing that dun 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 and he still does that to a certain extent but not just where it it gets murdered. You it's know? a more unique feel. Yeah. yeah so, which he just makes goes uh, root to the third. He goes do 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 do. So it's that, not quite that kind of stereotypical dun 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 dun. You know, just like the basic. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the first time I've heard that version of the recording too. <laughs> since I did my uh, what do you call it? Your vamps. My vamps, where I'm going. Oh, da, 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 da. Uh-huh. It's just weird shit in the background. It yeah. sounds good. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect with that. It sounds really good. I might it's, take it's out nice a few handy. and keep it nice and sweet. Um, keep it nice and clean. Yeah. Um, because I like I like it when they're like you know not overdone. I like them yeah. when they're like kind of a nice little artifact in a song. God, I every time I hear that recording, I'm just like those horns. Just they just kill it so yeah, well. It it's so just hard. amazing. I. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud of that one. Um, not like me proud of it, but as a band, I'm proud yeah. of us for that song. Like, it sounds really good. I, that, that's the one I actually showed it to. Um, my friend Ben came over the other day um, to my spot in Oakland, and we were listening to some records and stuff. And uh, and I was like, Hey, do you want to hear one of the Radio Keys recordings? And I played him that, and he was just, he was really excited about it, and he was really excited about the end. Um, I'm kind of self conscious about that part. Was and he was like oh that sounded so good and i just i needed that and i was like oh yeah. thanks man. <laughs> but yeah he was so well, excited I about I it have kept it in if i thought it sounded bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like emily this you should never do falsetto it's so funny just quickly on that song like every time we play it live there's certain venues where i'm like yelling the cocaine line i'm like switch from cocaine to menthol and there's all these children around and i'm just like should we should we edit this one for uh coca-cola <laughs> switch from cocaine to menthol i started i started writing that first lyric kind of talking shit like 
tell them it gets cold on the high road. And then from there, I don't know. I it's it's sort of fantastical, just like Hey Hey Charles, where it's like the lyrics are kind of again with Tom Waits getting into a character. Like it's yeah. not like Hey Hey Charles is all about like you know a woman that's been kind of ditched by her man and like she's like chilling at a bar waiting for him to come home kind of thing. And he's like t- taking a train somewhere and she doesn't know where he is that kind of thing. And I'm like this is me getting into a mindset. Yeah. Um, and it's similar in that song, and but the the vein of it is kind of a uh, people just uh, sweet soul music is, I guess sort of like a metaphor for people kind of trying to find their purpose um, and, and making changes, changes and doing whatever they have to do. Yeah. And for, for the first guy, it's like maybe not a good thing. He like ditched, I guess I'm trying to say that he like sold his guitar, ditched music to like, to try, try love out and see if that was yeah. going to work. And then the, the girl on the second one does it the same way. But I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, our friends or people in your life that just sort of like, they try they, they're really trying to find something for us it's music we've kind of found our thing that we want to like give us light and joy and like yeah. it almost sounds religious religious in the chorus um uh with like the choir and all that yeah. stuff um let the voices carry you and it's just I, I don't know it's like i i i think it's just about people trying to find their thing and i've seen people really grasp at it trying to find their thing and whether it's right or wrong and they'll really commit to something and it's wrong and then they'll move and try to change their course of their life and it's really kind of fascinating to me to see what people do or they like move to a new town and that's again what bound for glory is about my other song it's like wherever you go there you'll be like whatever changes you're trying to make you got to make them i always say at home first but not physically at home like within yourself like you got to you got to like what you're doing, but, but yeah, I, uh, it was really fun. It's fun writing. Like I recently wrote a song about a specific thing that I wanted to process and I, I'm really proud of the song and I really like how it came out. Um, but it was hard to write and it's hard to play, but songs like this are kind of fun because you're taking a metaphor that's true to your life, like yeah. an experience that I'm watching or I'm, I'm seeing, um, people trying to kind of find their way and but you get to be really metaphorical and that's really fun songwriting yeah. to just like make up a character like a guy that's hopping trains in tennessee carved a hot in a suit like that kind of stuff is just fun to write you know because you can be a little out there with it totally um so yeah i i had a lot I of fun with that song. i love the lyrics in that one yeah but thanks. yeah that's one that we're proud of and again west grand shout out they killed Dude, it they really, they really made it the together. song together you know? i can't imagine that song without horns yeah i want well we play it all the time <laughs> we play i mean i'm sorry we play i was just gonna say i want to find a, a show the next time we play with Wes Graham we gotta get him on stage for yeah. that song like it'd be so totally. fun to do that it'd live so like fun. we haven't what's weird about that recording is that hasn't happened live like we gotta make it happen we gotta yeah. like yeah, manifest it into reality so that'd be super rad but yeah it's everybody is at their best on that song and I'll, I'll give you a huge props on that solo thanks man it's sick thank you <laughs> <laughs> and I think Ben said that too he said something he's like that guitar sounds so good like it's people are people are really noticing like certain things about these recordings that that make me kind of happy because I'm like yeah like it does like yeah. everybody's performing at their fucking best in we, this album we worked so hard like the prep we for so this record hard. was like two or three rehearsals a week for like months for like a month and a half just tightening up yeah and then and you rewriting had a, couple... a lot of parts to make yeah. sure they sound good on a record because a lot of the sh- shit we were doing was just like live stuff like tom would like vamp on like a c you know or a g for and we were just playing with it you know but like we really nailed down what do you think was the biggest beast shine um no it was actually um while the sun's in your eyes oh, that man. one was really tough the to one record. where you put me outside yeah <laughs> You can still hear you in the freaking recording. No, and, uh, oh, the, really? Yeah. Creepy. Speaking of which, good good uh, segue. We're probably going to wrap it up pretty soon, so we got a we got a barbecue to play. Yeah, I, I this a gig Concord is going to be BBQ, fun. Yeah. I hope the cops don't shut it down. 
That's a very <laughs> real possibility. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very real possibility. It's basically a backyard party with a bunch of local bands playing in Concord. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be fun if it doesn't get shut down. I promise if you. It doesn't get shut I down. promise you the cops will at least show up. I promise you. Oh. I don't this know. Is a good gamble, I just like, a good dude, like every time we've had a Concord family party with live music, the cops show up. Like it's every just time, like a yeah. thing. Although our parents' neighborhood's a little more like hoity-toity, maybe. This one's but near the parents' neighborhood. Yeah, it's a little towards Clayton. That's why I was like, yeah. oh, somebody might call the cops, or people will be cool and be like, hey, it's one of the last days of summer. Let's all just fucking chill, have a beer, and just yeah. not call the cops. But so we'll, let's manifest. Sorry, I'm being negative. Let's manifest yeah. a positive. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be, great. it'll be great. The I cops mean, won't come and it'll be have fine. A few beers. We're not going to get the shut down. The cops are going to show up for sure. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound really negative, but I just I just have an inkling. Uh, so I think of this next tune, and it's going to be the last one we play, While the Sun's in Your Eyes. We had a recording of it and still do on uh, Reverb Nation that you can download. Yeah. And uh, this this one for me is like lyrically one of your best songs. I, it's so... Um, Thank you. Yeah, I think it's really good. What, 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 it's so poignant. Like the lyrics are very poignant. I think anyone can really like listen to it and like agree with it or have admitted, you know, can admit that they felt that way before. It's very, it's really existential. And I, re- I remember the moment... I started writing it. I was like in the Berkeley house. I just graduated college, but I was still living in this house with six roommates that I lived in in college. And I was just kind of like waitressing post-college and kind of figuring it all out. And I was 23 because that's why five years of the job I had. I'm talking about like from like high school to college, whatever. Anyway, I was sitting on my bed with my little baby Tay and I like knew like seven chords, (laughs) but I knew, um, I knew A to E because it was similar to Come Back by The Go. So I was like fucking around with A to E and that first line just kind of came out and um, it still doesn't really make any sense. The I've been trying to keep my conscience clean but no matter what I do it bursts at this. Like it's not, it's like ba- I was telling Curtis because he... No, it's your he conscience. Was <laughs> you're, you have a weight on your conscience. Yeah. you're No, you're you're making more sense of it. I didn't yeah. really have a sensical way of thinking about it when I, when I wrote it. It just kind of came it just kind of came out. I was just strumming around and it came out. But I was talking to Curtis about it because he plays it and he was teaching the, those lyrics in Spain he's like yeah I've taught your lyrics and I was like man that first line is not it's like bad English I feel bad about that like yeah. if kids are learning that and they're like this is an expression it's like it's not really um but yeah and then the the next verses are all kind of existential and just sort of like sit back and watch it all unwind and I I have and I've been trying to find these the last couple of days since we decided to do this podcast I have recording shitty recordings of me like uh trying to write the uh, hook the wall the sun's in your we'll eyes throw that one up on this uh we should it's just me like yeah. nah, nah, and i'm singing really kind of badly but um and i try out like three different things that aren't while the sun's in your eyes and i'm trying to figure it out and i'm like well the time's going by or like <laughs> shit like that and like i really want to find those recordings because they're oh like and i just couldn't figure it out and i remember like i recorded them and then walked around my neighborhood listening to them trying to figure out what to say and then it kind of it kind of came out it was probably a sunny day or something like that yeah this song's fun to play because it it constantly like changes and evolves throughout the whole thing. It starts yeah. out like really stripped down with that guitar part. Then, you know, there's a, the drums coming in. Yeah. And uh, that originally um, happened in the old recording. We thought about that. And I played a little snare drum and I just had it like on my lap and I just. It sounds those, those early recordings we recorded in Santa Barbara. Um, and the reason I had to write the last verse, the slow verse was cause we were in Santa Barbara and you're like, you have to write, you, we have to end this song. You have to write something that ends it. So I sat on your roof and uh, oh. kind of finished it off. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that, but that's I remember cool. I wrote the very, well, I pitched this song to you in Santa Barbara. I remember like sitting on your floor and I was like, I wrote this song. It's kind of lame. Cause that's how I pitch every song to you. I'm like, it's kind of shitty, but 
And I'm like, it. definitely, it's <laughs> shitty. You're Let like, this me song fix is it. fucking no, awful. Um, but yeah, you're like, we have to wrap it up. Like, so that's when I wrote that last verse. But um, I I remember like we recorded that, and I think all the people I know and like Tough Love or something, and we recorded it in Santa Barbara. No, well, that was a different session. Sorry. Yeah, a Tough Love and the cigarette song was when I was still in college, and then uh, um, while well, the Sun sun's in your eyes was after that. And then what? And then, but you make it sound. I guess I was comparing because in the all the people I know recording or whatever, you make it sound and hold on, you make it sound really uh, full without yeah. drums, and it sounds. And I'm so sad about this. <laughs> I just said that, but yeah, it's but it's live a lot of clapping it's, and like hitting yeah. frisbees together, just banging um, on a guitar, banging case on the back and of a guitar and shit, yeah, um, stuff like that. But what's yeah, what's fun about the song when we do it live is it 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 builds so like live, it's just me and acoustic guitar. Or I guess you're no, whatever. Sorry, yeah. you're on electric now. Um, you're playing. Sorry, I'm not playing. And then uh, maybe someday. Yeah, one and day. <laughs> and then the drums kick in, and then you start singing, and then I start playing tambourine. Like everything kind of builds on top of ourselves. And then when we hit that first chorus, so sit back and watch it all unwind. Um, everything's in, and it's like going full speed. And then you do, we do all the solos, and then it just goes, drops down again. Yeah, and it goes back into the chorus, which only happens twice. Yeah, and then it goes like into the last verse, which is like yeah. an outro almost. And people always clap at the right before the end part or boo. One of the <laughs> well, I mean, they think it's over, and yeah. then we're like, each night I take a shot at the moon, and they're like, oh, she's still going, huh? Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's still going. Well, you huh? just get one clap. <laughs> but yeah, we got to wrap this up pretty soon because we got to cruise out to this BBQ. Yeah, we've got a we've got a gig but, coming uh, we're, up. We're really excited. We're gonna release a video for while the sun's in your eyes. Yeah, I took a I took 171 videos during our recording process at Prairie Sun. And it's like us, it's everything from like us making eggs and bacon. Cause we lived on the property for three nights um, and did four days of 10 hour days. It's like everything from that so getting to like plastered. us drinking at night and like <laughs> to us, you know, we were working hard and then us just like everything in between in the studio, obviously in the studio. Yeah. Like me singing, you playing like Alante putting his drum kit together. Like, there's a lot there's some innate and i feel like i should ask his permission to use him because he's in it and i'm just like nah, he'll, be fine. he'll be fine with yeah. it i think it'll actually um i don't want to say this too soon if it's not true but like i think it'll actually be a cool thing that prairie sun could use if they wanted we'd be like hey this totally. is literally like from front to back like what it's like to record at prairie sun you can use it and it was recorded at prairie sun so the yeah. song so i think i think it'd be beneficial to them but yeah so i'm cutting all this footage and making a video for while the sun's in your eyes that's going to be like kind of wrapping up those four days into one three minute it's really difficult um segment with this song which i think is a is a good and i think correct me if i'm wrong oh sorry now i was gonna say this is the oldest song on the album but all the people i know is the oldest song yeah that's one of the first ones we, we wrote. wrote that forever ago yeah so um i yeah i love this song um the instrumental aspect of it really came together the acoustic combined with that like clean guitar for me was a great uh, marriage of yeah. of tones and ones like kind of doing that uh 50s rock and roll thing the electric yeah. one but it's up high and it's a little bit of a different inversion of that so it, it sounds a little bit different but still well, like kind of familiar and in the uh, the old recording you had a piano part but now that's um yeah no that's turning into an electric guitar which part, is really yeah. cool yeah it's kind of evolved and i'm not sure i might add some keys to some of our songs on I our record i liked your piano solo but it's you just killed like, it uh, i know i did <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that was a fun piano solo <laughs> it was like uh, uh what's his name uh, who's the crazy one 
um, Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the nut job? Um, but yeah, no piano in this one. But yeah, if you want to check out some, oh, excuse you, death. Sorry. Where did that come from? Um, about a, <laughs> sorry to call you out hard on the podcast. <laughs> Dang, you're dying. Uh, we'll just edit it out. It's all good. Um, shit, what was I gonna say? Where was I? Sorry, I interrupted you with the piano part, but yeah, you were dying. You were talking about the. Well, the reason I had to go outside during the recording is because you were recording acoustic guitar in the weights room, and like it was mic'd, right? Or how did we? Oh, oh, that. I w- shit, I was talking about something else, but sorry. Yeah, your your <laughs> death attack almost. Uh, was, yeah. Um. Basically, with that situation, they put you outside because your vocals were bleeding into the guitar mic. And apparently, they're still There's in the still recording. Still a little which is artifact. Kind of cool. You, we just and had creepy. to match it perfectly. Like we had to have you like sing exactly with yourself in that room yeah luckily i've been singing it for like seven years yeah (laughs) i have a feeling we still recorded that with you in the room like my guitar part i feel like you were in there yeah or it's coming through my headphones one or the other something oh interesting uh but yeah you can hella hear you but anyway yeah that's pretty (laughs) much it we're gonna release that uh video we're gonna release this record um october 19th is probably when it's gonna hit streaming right so we have a show in uh santa barbara uh good old dargan's it'll be our fourth dargan show yeah october 19th it's almost a year after our first show because our first show at dargan's the first time i played guitar on stage too i think it was september of last year 2018 so now we're coming full circle yeah so october uh, 2019 yeah so october 18th is that saturday so that's gonna be the dargan show but we'll be in santa barbara that whole weekend and then sunday uh it'll drop on like spotify and all that shit and we are gonna get vinyls uh we're still on the fence about whether sunday or saturday uh sundays we're dropping the record online i thought it was saturday saturday's the show i said yeah saturday i thought we were releasing it on the 19th isn't yeah we're gonna start streaming it on the 19th 19th is saturday or sunday saturday oh sorry okay yeah uh, the, sh- the day of the I show thought, yeah that makes sense so people can listen to it and then go to the show you and know be all hyped up on yeah. that but yeah so we we uh we are gonna order i think like physical media as far as vinyls i don't know if people are into cds anymore i don't know if they're worth I, getting i heard a good point from uh schmitty and tom tom was trying to make this point but he never really did and then uh schmitty articulated it better yeah. he was like um, it, he basically was talking about the shot glasses. He's like, yeah, but not everyone drinks. So it's like they might not sell to those kinds of people. Then he, and then he was like, but similarly, like not everyone's going to want to buy a CD, but some people will only want to buy a CD. So it's like right. if we can get a deal on like a couple hundred CDs. We should, we should get some. Why not just have that extra thing? Yeah, and we that, should definitely get mm-hmm. vinyls because those are coming back. Yeah, and like I just want to hold a record that we made. Totally. I, I want to frame it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I anyway, just, we gotta, yeah. we really got to wrap this up because we got to roll. We got to go play a gig. Um, so yeah, we hope we hope you enjoy. And this last track we'll play is, uh, is While the Sun's in Your Eyes, video coming soon. Oh yeah, and uh, one last, just a really hammer home our dates for our album release the 19th is when it drops on uh, streaming and we'll be playing santa barbara that right. night and then the following week uh, october 26th we'll be playing Vinny's for uh, our bay area like record release and party. that's right before halloween so we may or may not be in costume yeah. or figuring it out <laughs> uh so yeah that'll be our conquered uh we do pretty well in concord since we're from here yeah um so that'll be fun and then um and then yeah and then it'll just be in the world and once we get our um vinyls and cds we'll just start selling those at every show totally and thank you for indulging us thanks in for indulging us on the radio keys presents radio yeah. Keys. <laughs> yeah, radio keys presents it's a long time coming radio i'm excited all right guys this is a uh, our new recording of while the sun's in your eyes
keep my conscience clean But no matter what I do It just bursts at the seams Oh, I, I been doing this for a while Every morning when the sunrise breaks I've been thinking to myself How much more can I take? Oh, I, I does it continue to rise? Your life will go by While the sun's in your eyes Drop of a hand, I'm still hitting some resistance Trying to make my way back, oh, die, yeah Ain't been too kind All the roads are looking the same I've been switching directions since the day that I came by Feet on the 